Bang bang. Welcome to the potty is supported by Bet With Joel, the best in sports betting advice. He'll send you what bets to take, what bookmaker to take the bet at, uh, how many units of your bankroll to bet, and why. What more information could you want? Do you want more money, bruh? Do you want your pockets to be so fat that when you're sitting down in the car, you're starting to get scoliosis, dude? Then sign up to Bet With Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref, that's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50, that's potty exclusive 5-0 for 50% off your first week. 50% off your first week. You've got no risk, really. Go on. We know you're already doing your degenerate gambling. So go sign up to bet with Joel, get the advice and start winning instead of just betting for fun and doing a whole lot of losing. Betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. Do you want to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast? Go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy yourself a butter soft. Welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt. These shirts are so soft, dude, sometimes. I hear them talking to each other and some one of them says a bad thing and the other one just starts crying, bro. It's so soft. So fucking soft. It is as soft as baby shit, dude. Welcome to the potty.com slash store. 5% of all sales go to a different nominated charity each month. Go ahead and send an email to welcome to the potty at gmail.com to recommend a charity. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party, bung bung! It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcast and the Magnum PR podcast and the captain. And I am here today. Fucking special guests, lucky to have her in. We've got Rachie B, Rachie Lemon, aka. The uh, <laughs> yeah. the uh, the wild cowgirl of Crozier, aka the uh, the uh, I don't know. <laughs> I made you speechless. Yeah, we got you. We got you back. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I'm gonna talk for the rest of the. No, that's okay. <laughs> you made me uh, giggle a little bit there with yeah. your t-shirt softness. Yeah. No, they're soft, they're, they're they soft as room temperature butter. They talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them starts crying when yeah, they say that. soft as shit. Oh, I had to muffle my laugh in um, that intro. Been working from home all week. Well, I have. You haven't. I have not. Um, because of this coronavirus. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I got a bit scared this morning. Um, I woke up a little sniffly. I sneezed. I coughed. And I decided that I had it. No, babe, you're fine. I'm fine. Sometimes uh, in the morning, like, there's a few things that goes on. Yeah, sometimes. You, know? you, you, you like to take shits in the morning. 100%. Like, my body is fucking healthy clockwork. Especially once you've had a coffee, you're definitely, like, you're in there. Oh, if we're talking about shits and farts. Yeah. You like to wake up and... I mean, every morning I get blessed because... Mm-hmm. 
there's a trumpet band that wakes me up and it yeah. goes something like this. <laughs> and yeah. that is the, uh, that's the wake up call every yeah, morning. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, you've, you've done some pretty bad farts in your sleep in your day. That's fucked up. Um, <laughs> but I don't think my body farts in its sleep and I wake up with all, every day, every day of my life, I wake up with just, just it's unfathomable a, gas. Yeah, it's a trumpet show. Yeah. Everyone's tuning for the morning. Yeah, so um, welcome to the show, everybody. That's how we're going to start with poos and farts. Um, <laughs> yeah, but coronavirus, this shit, this shit's wild. People are still panic buying, which is um, selfish and annoying. Oh, just stop. Like, fucking hell. I feel sorry for the older people Yeah. that rely on just going to their one store in their local district mm. And they get there and there's no toilet paper. I do think that stores are opening like an hour early for only elderly people or something like that. Oh, shit. No, I, no think, shit. I think. I think. So I'm source here as well. I mean, that's out. compassion. Yeah. Really. I think that's happening. But if everyone else had the same mentality, like just fucking calm down. You don't need a bulk buy on bullshit. Yeah. I mean, go wash your ass. Go wash it. Yeah. Shit to, straight, shit to, shit to shower. Like, go to a poo and then swim in the ocean. Or, and I, I, I know someone that's done that. I know someone that's done that. <laughs> I don't know who hasn't done a poo in the ocean. I haven't done a poo in the ocean. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you at all. I definitely have. I know, I've been there. <laughs> you have not been there. I'd never poo with someone around me in the ocean. Oh, okay. This was like, really desperate measure. Should I tell the story? This is fucking desperate. I'm telling them. I hate that I opened this can right now. Well, you decided to do it and now everybody's going to know. Okay, Everyone's so- going to look at my IG account and be like, this girl poo-poos all over town. Like- well, this is what happened. <laughs> uh, and that's Rachel. She's a disgusting bitch. That's Rachel Fanwick. Uh, at Rachel Don't Fanwick say my Instagram. full name. At Rachel Fanwick on Instagram. <laughs> I'm getting you new followers. At Rachel Fenwick on Instagram. Um, and you're also on the Guest of the Year page of the Welcome to the Potty podcast website, welcometothepotty.com. Yeah, welcome to our poo stories. Um, so one day we go we go for walks on weekends, Rachel and I. So um, South Australians would know of the Hallett Cove Boardwalk. We, we go there sometimes in the summer mainly. And Rachel's got this thing called um, ulcerative colitis, which is basically... It's basically um, An auto- inf- inflammation yeah. of the gut. It's an autoimmune disorder. And um, it means that sometimes there's no... She needs to do a shit without warning. It's without, inflammation of the bowel. Of the, yeah, and that's what guts is. And mm-hmm. um, without warning, she'll just need to take a dump where she is. Let me tell you guys, if you want a map of every toilet on every block of Adelaide, it's in my head. I could write it down. I could rift it right now. I know every single toilet accessible okay. right now. Name our closest public toilet. The closest public toilet would be the fish and ship sh- shit shop. <laughs> fish and shit shop. Uh, and that's not a public toilet. That would be a that would be a private toilet. Yeah, but but the public would be like, hey, can I please use your toilet? And they're like, yeah, it's just around the back. Here's the key. I'll tell you this. If I if I owned a fish and shit shop, <laughs> I wouldn't be letting anybody in there just to do shits. Um, <laughs> nah, it's the one on um, uh, the corner of Crozier Avenue and Crossroads. There's a dog park there and there's also a public toilet. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, now, be the closest what one. makes what makes a good public toilet? I hate public toilets. There's no what makes a good public toilet. Really? What Are about you... those robotic ones that clean themselves? Nah, nah, no? nah. You, you seriously? Last time I was in a robotic one. It gave me a countdown as to when the toilet door was going to be opened, and I, I need more than ten minutes sometimes. There's a movie. Have you ever heard of the movie Train Spotting? Yeah. Classic movie. Um, <clears throat> there is a scene in that movie. So the guy's a junkie. Yeah. Um, and what happens sometimes if you do like amphetamines or like heroin, you um you'll be backed up for a few days. Right. right? And then eventually your body's you gonna be to. like, I need to, I need to dump out. Right. And so this guy needs to go to the toilet. He's in Scotland. And he goes that he finds a toilet and the sign on the toilet actually says Scotland's worst toilet. Mm. And it is foul. I'll see if I can pull That's it up. Funny. It's not very good for, I mean, this is an audio medium, but since you're here. I think probably the worst public toilets I've ever been to. Mm. Um, and not many people, maybe they wouldn't have visited this one, but the cafe on the top of... Um, Fuck, it's just out of Glenelg. What's that street we always go up and we park and you've got the organic cafe um, down the road and it's kind of like just just south of Glenelg towards Semaphore. Oh, Broadway? Yeah, Broadway. Yeah. Thanks. Top of Broadway, there's that cafe there that does really shit coffees. Don't ever go there. And um, next to that, they have a public toilet and it's just fucking, it gives me anxiety because the doors basically count you down to open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. No, I don't like that. Yeah, get the fuck out. Get the fuck in. Get not, the fuck out. No, because you're like, I'm midwife. Like they're literally going yeah, to open up on me. It's, it gives you ample time. I'm, I'm a long shitter. I'm a long, I do long shits. Um, That's because you sit you, there on your phone. It gives you ample time though. So uh, those are meant to stop people from doing intravenous drugs in there and passing out. I understand. Out yeah, and yeah. to stop people from fucking in there like teenagers. Because you know when you're a teenager, you're not really allowed a girl, a girl in your room with the door closed. Sometimes it's hard to get your end wet. So you go... Yuck, yuck. <laughs> don't. Like, talk about poo till the cows come home, but don't talk like that. That is... Fucking feral. I'm just saying. Oh, that is sick. Girls would relate. Get your N wet. That is sick. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> um. So anyway, that's the worst sick. toilet in Scotland from train spotting. Ew. Yeah, it's fucked. Um. Mm, mm, mm. Like yeah. I um. So I remember when I was. That um, looks like a pub toilet. Like. Oh, uh, you when know I what? I hang on to take shits when I'm at the pub. Uh, I'll tell you something. When I was uh, modeling in China, okay, we had this photo shoot. Oh, and you had to you have to do the squat thing because they they only have the holes in the ground. Yeah, and we were in some derelict building, stuck there for about it was like a fucking crazy ten hour shoot. Chinese photographers don't fucking stop. They don't break. They 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 work around the clock. Yeah, of and course. yeah. It was probably the worst photo shoot I've ever had to do. And the toilet facility it in this in a, building... a position. 
was a long drop type thing, just mm. a hole in the ground, everything imaginable around this hole. Like, and the smell I'll never forget. It was like rabies in your mouth. Mm. Anyway, let's change the subject, hey. This is a bit gruesome for a bright, sprite Saturday morning. I'll tell you this. I was in China and I witnessed a kid, you know, the, the, gro- the grates in the ground, like above the sewers where yeah. you get nervous, you don't want to drop your keys down there, right? Yeah. Cause that's where it lives. Yeah. Right. I witnessed a kid taking the shit down one of them in China. So that's my, that's pretty much what China is like to me. Oh yeah. It ha- yeah. happens all the time. Um, but anyway, back to the story at hand. We're at the Halcove boardwalk. Oh God. About halfway through it. I had really and- hoped you'd forgotten. And um, you're like, hey, Clay, I need to do a poo. And I was like, well, there's no toilets around here, so you're going to have to hold it. And you're like, hey, guess what? <laughs> not going to be able to hold it. I'm prairie dog. Ew, and, ew, ew. And I was like, well, what the fuck do you want to do? And she's like, well, we need to find a spot. Like, we need to find a spot right now. And so we went, we found the next exit off a boardwalk to go down to the rocks. <laughs> and you tried to find some shelter and some, <laughs> you know, some, some solace. And I pooped. Under a rock. Yeah. And you did a poop under a rock. And then <laughs> then you went to the water and you washed your, washed your ass in the well, in ocean. Well, fuck yeah, you know? Yeah. So That's how you'd have to deal with your shit sometimes. And I haven't actually seen... I used to see seals there all the time. And I actually haven't seen one since. <laughs> They're extinct. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, that's coronavirus symptoms and stuff like that. But... Um, not pooing that's normal no diarrhea right diarrhea is a symptom if you poo don't call your doctor and yeah. be like hey sorry guys I'm not coming to work today I just took a poo I'm a doctor I, um, I've got a PhD in podcasting but I, yeah I would say don't call your doctor just from doing poos poos is poos is fine but um, Trump uh, in a press conference called it the uh, the China virus or the Chinese virus right um which is probably not. I, I wouldn't a good, call. I wouldn't quite start. go to calling it racist, but I'd, I'd call it. Uh, I call it unnecessary. Like it's so dumb. It's ignorant and racially uh, probably provocative. Um, I'm sure that Asian people are probably, and I mean, when I say Asian, I understand he said China virus, and I understand it. It allegedly came out of China. But I'm saying there's Vietnamese people and Japanese people and Korean people that aren't from China, haven't been to China, probably haven't even been to Asia, Mm. you know, uh, in the last however long. And they're probably getting dirty looks on trains and buses and in the shops and on the street. And it's, you know, that's unfair. And it's like, you know, terrorism. When we decided anyone wearing a turban, you know, we're, we're scared of them all of a sudden. And I think that's sort of happening with this coronavirus. And Trump, you know, he's not doing him any favours by calling it the China virus. No. Uh, very racially insensitive and I think dangerous. Especially in the US where people are lining around the blocks to buy guns like it's going to be a zombie apocalypse. Mm. Who do you think is going to get shot first? An Asian? I'd probably say so. Mm. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I thought that was pretty fucked up. Oh, a hundred percent. Like you just, you just don't use that sort of language. Like you don't need to. Yeah. Really. I'll tell you this. You want me to tell you something? Yeah, go on. Um, speaking of Asians and coronavirus, 
we'll just keep on keep on down that track. So you follow Shit Adelaide. Yeah. Did you see an Adelaide influencer made a comment about a restaurant that she went to? No. No. So she went to some wine bar or something. Um, Who's the influencer? We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. Just relax. Um, <laughs> she goes to this wine bar. She wants to take pictures in there and get, you know, free drinks or whatever. Right. And the person, whoever served her, apparently, allegedly, this girl said was rude. And so she posted her picture on Instagram, the picture that she was happy with. Yeah. And made a comment like, um, I know who I'm going to cough on if I ever get coronavirus, the rude waitress here. And she tagged the, um, the establishment. Oh, um, wow. She still hasn't removed the comment or the picture. So she's pretty pleased with herself. And um, I'll tell you this. What? I've been on a Tinder date with this bitch. Oh, no. And How it didn't did... go well. Well, you don't like basic pictures. And basic, she was. Oh, fuck. Okay? If you write something like that, that's so immature. Check this out. I'll tell you my experience with this bitch. And I'm going to... I'll tell you her name because it's already available on Shit Adelaide. Now it's Kirill. Kirill? Because, yes, yeah, so she's... Never she's, heard of this. She must be huge in Adelaide for influencing. Never heard of her. Well, she's... She is... Um, well, Kirill sounds like... I think the Australian would be Carol. But um, she is Asian. I'm sorry, so hang on. It's spelled K A R Y L E. Kirill. That's how she pronounces it. No, that's her name. Right. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like, um, I saw a lot of comments on Shit Adelaide, like, weird way to spell Carol. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. The, the comments of Shit Adelaide of any post is just fucking hilarious. So good. There's a lot of funny people out but there. But there, yeah. Go on, tell us about your date with yeah, Kirill. Yeah, so um, we met at some ice cream place and yeah. we sat down before we ordered right we sat oh. down we had a chat first oh, okay yeah and um i already had a bad taste in my mouth right yeah. from this chat so mm. she made mention of um something like so i was oh she asked me uh do you go on many tinder dates and i was like no not really i actually like have had because I had previously already had bad experiences on Tinder. Yeah. So I was like, no, I've had a couple of shit ones. So I try not to get on it much, but you know, have a crack. And she's like, oh, I was like, what about you? And she's like, yeah, I I go on a lot, um, because like you know I can get free dinners and stuff. Like she Whoa, said, she fucking said that. Said this to me at the start of the date, right? Oh so my god. I was like, all right, let's go up and order. And I went up and I... I wouldn't have paid. Yeah. So I ordered mine. Yeah. And she ordered hers. And when I got to the cashier, I just said like, oh, just the, you know, vanilla or whatever. Right. So yeah, I only right. paid for mine. I forced yeah. her to pay for hers. Yeah. Because it's like, she's just told you she's here for the free ice cream. Yeah. We sit down and she straight up says to me like, wow, that was really rude. Like the guy's supposed to pay. And oh, I was like, she's, she's fucked in the So head. yeah. So we... Basically, just the rest of the date, we didn't get get to know each other. Because I was like, well, not when you tell me that you're doing this for free shit. Oh, I'm not buying you. Did anything. you say that? Yeah. Oh, good. What did she say? She she was like, well, like the guy, it's just like knowing that the guy's supposed to pay. And I was like, well, yeah, I, guess, I guess now we're both on a shitty Tinder date. 
right? Oh my god, hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, they oh they god. bring us our ice cream, we eat it, and I fucking smashed mine. I'm going through brain freeze everything, right? <laughs> and um I fucking smashed it and I said, Well, I guess we'll leave it at that and I left. And, I, and she was still eating when I left. Oh wow. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. And check this out. So I I commented on the post because a friend of mine, no, I won't name him, knows her. I yeah. used to work with her. Right. And I commented, I tagged him. Yeah. And then another friend saw that I tagged this friend and he he texted us both privately and was like, don't tell me you guys know this chick. And I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I went on a Tinder date with her and this guy worked with her. And he's like, one of my friends went on a date with her. And he tells us this story. That the bill was $1,000? No, just like something similar, like shit, like a shit day. Hold on, I'll pull the text up and see. <clears throat> oh, this girl needs to grow up maybe. Yeah, so this is this is the type of people that these influencers that think they're important. These are, This is the type of person these people very, are. Very spoon fed. But um, I mean... And, yeah. and there was a comment made by another restaurant... Um, on the shit Adelaide post saying like this girl has come to our our restaurant before expecting free food. Oh like, yeah, I see her here. Oh, okay, yeah. That's the thing, like if you're on Listen to this, listen to this. He sent us a screenshot of a message from his friend. Yeah, first day I went on basically she was getting turned off by the fact that I wasn't making heaps of money in volleyball. Expected me to yeah. pay for her. She literally said this in in regards as why I should pay. I could be doing anything else right now, so you should be paying because of that. And I was like, yeah, this is a pattern of behavior because she fucking did the exact she, same thing. She to me wrote once. that to him. She said that to him at the date. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Like, even even a guy with limitless amount of money, that would probably irk him. Like you would think any guy who doesn't have a problem, like it's not even about that, but it's just like you need to find a guy who has fucked up morals to Fuck. date that girl. Oh yeah. Well, she's got fake titties and all that. So like that kind of guy would definitely, I mean, not that, you know, I don't discriminate. I like fake titty here and there, but yeah, it's like, not, it's not about but, that. But though like guys that are just interested in like big lips, like yeah, yeah. skinny waist, that Fat hips and yeah, fat the titties. Image. They, the image. They don't the give image. a fuck about how much of a piece of shit you are. Yeah, I'll pay yeah. for your dinner, but you got to suck me and you got to clean my house. You know? That's what... That's what, I mean, like, honestly, that's basically the what thing, it comes down let's to. Let's just clarify this. The thing is that the, the, the etiquette behind who pays for what at dates, the correct etiquette is, okay, if you... It's whoever invited that person on a date. Now it is case sensitive, but if you if you've met maybe for the first time and it's a mutual meeting, not one or either of you have said, "Hi, I'd love to take you on, uh, love to take you for coffee." Um, it's been a mutual agreement to just meet up. Then you equally split the bill. But if I if you said to me, "Hi," Rachel's lovely meeting you, maybe a follow-up date, lovely meeting you, I'd love to take you out for dinner. I would then say, okay, he's, he's paying for that dinner yeah, experience. And then I would probably return the favor and say, hey, um, whatever, um, 
got a really cool brunch spot in mind. Um, with, what are you doing Saturday? Would love to meet up for brunch. Then it then it came initiated from me. So I would pay for that brunch. Like it's pretty simple. The etiquette is whoever invited that person specifically mm. is responsible for taking care of the bill. Yeah, well, and I think that's I think, etiquette. That's that's I think so it's in clear. friendship circles for sure. And um yeah, in dating I think it should be that way, but it's not. It's just not. Well, um, look, if... I would say probably clo- around between 1% and 5% of dates I've been on, a girl has actually reached for a wallet, to be honest with you. Well, you and I were like, you definitely paid for... Early on, early on. Yeah, in the I beginning. Was, I was paying for everything. And then um, I certainly like made sure that I would repay that. I would either like cook for you or take you out for brunch or pay for your dinner. Yeah, because women should be cleaning and cooking. Okay? No, Holy all right. Shit. No, listen, you gotta listen to this guy. I've got to change the um sound settings so that you can you can hear this as well. Um so just give me give me a moment here. Well you know like women at least offer at least offer to split the bill and like if the man decides to be like no it's okay then don't harp on. I hate people who just harp on like oh no no let me get it. If they offer to pay for you, just say thank you and be really appreciative. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you and ready to hear this, hear this guy? Okay. Thousand or million? Fourteen thousand six hundred forty-nine views. Oh wow, is that all? Anyway, you get the point. Like yeah, this I've guy, heard enough. He's a he's a really good guy. Um, he's oh, a- he's a genuine guy. Like I love <laughs> him. <laughs> like <laughs> I might trade you guys. Isn't that fucking crazy? So that's that's the opposite end of the scale, right? That's that's yeah, the guy. Fuck. That's the guy version of Kirill, really. <laughs> oh I'm- man, I cannot believe. 
I've been bold enough to say this girl's name this many times. But she's already been she's already been called out on shit Adelaide, so I actually don't feel that bad. I mean, I've definitely been with a guy that didn't let me pay for a single thing. Not ever, even when I even when I um tried to. He wouldn't let me. Mm. So that was, was his name Clavin Lewis McMahon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You cunt. <laughs> Just like some other guy I've been with. Like, <laughs> Just bought me whatever I wanted. Yeah. What would you call your life now? <laughs> Buy me a pony. <laughs> um, I want a pony. Now, what else? Oh, yeah. So continuing on with this coronavirus. I mean, the whole world's coronavirus right now. So that's why I've got so much coronavirus stuff. But Jared Leto. You I know, like him. You like him? See, I know I him. I don't like him. Oh, okay. Why, 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 why? I think he's very self-indulgent. Have you ever seen his Instagram page? Oh, babe. I don't know him. I like him as an actor. Yeah, I, don't, I guess. I don't know him, though. So I can't be like... His hey. Instagram page is very self-indulgent. Just all selfies. He's very... Oh, ew. If um, you're a guy, stop with the fucking selfies. Uh, anyway, so he... I don't care who you are. He does uh, meditation. Yeah. And so he's been at this 12-day silent meditation retreat, right? And he comes out mm. and he says, he posts a thing. He posts a selfie mm. with a caption saying like, just did a 12-day silent meditation retreat and came back and the world has changed and is like, you know, unrecognizable, cannot believe what, what I've come back to or something, you know? Right. So he made it a point <laughs> to say how long his silent meditation activity was because, you know, oh, you know how mindful I am and how much of a hippie I am and look at my long ladylike hair, you know? Mm. Um, and, yeah, he said this shit about coronavirus with a selfie picture. Very, I don't know. Oh, He's just so everyone, extra. everyone, everyone is doing it. What do you mean? Everyone is doing selfies and then having a coronavirus picture. Underneath caption, sorry, underneath their well, I know that picture. Celebrities are singing "Imagine" by John Lennon. Uh, singing "Imagine" by John Lennon, like okay, explain. So I think "Imagine." I I'll think, show you something in a minute. I think "Imagine" is um, a song about you know imagining the world without material things, without capitalism. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and the I guess the thing. That they're trying, the message they're trying to get across is like, like, you know, we're in quarantine, but don't worry, like, everything's gonna be okay. Like, just imagine if we weren't so worried about the economy, imagine if dollars and cents weren't everything. Mm. But the irony is that these are like millionaires singing mm. from their mansions. Yeah, I know. While there's people that, you know, get paid 400 bucks a week that aren't able to pay their rent and stuff. Absolutely. And it's like, what, like, Absolutely. Of course you're not worried. Yeah, no shit. Like, I love Ellen DeGeneres. I, I've really enjoyed her interviews, her shows. She's not currently doing her shows at the moment. So she's on Instagram, mm. blocking up my feed with um, her, um, like, short videos of her just doing random shit around her mansion. And, like, that's good for you. That's great. I, I don't know what else she could be doing, but she could probably be doing something a little bit more constructive than just 
talking shit. And like she thinks like she's entertaining people who are in lockdown. She probably is. She probably yeah. is. She has so many fans. I know, but I'm what's she like, supposed to do? She's not going to solve it. I know, but at least like you have so much money and celebrity reach. Like, why don't you fucking, I don't know, do something that's servicing rather than just what is showing she supposed us to do your enrichment. A world, a global health epidemic. Maybe, you know, contact people who have booked European holidays and say, if the hotels aren't refunding you, I'd personally refund you. <laughs> I like her to do that. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Well, if I, if I had all the money in the world, I wouldn't be doing that, Rachel. No one would. So what are we, what are you talking about? Ellen's not the problem. I'm just saying these people, (laughs) these people singing about like this, this song when they're rolling in cash and they don't need to, they're they're essentially just on a staycation. Mm. They don't need to worry about their incomes. Mm. Singing that to people that are like, I don't know what I'm going to do is. I I like, I don't think Ellen needs to be more proactive in solving the coronavirus, Rachel. Do you know what I like? I like people like Mitchell Wick, who's from Los Angeles. And he uh, he recently posted this photo of him topless. Um, very good looking photo. And his ga- caption reads, Dear hashtag coronavirus dot 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 rude finger and the little corona thing everyone's using as an emoji mm. i like i like things like that like that's oh because he's got the finger out and he's fucking straight is this the kind of motherfucker you follow on instagram yeah god I... damn it hey listen <laughs> i sent this listen, to the girls listen. chat this chicks, morning <laughs> chicks in hollywood and they're like oh gender stereotypes and the the unrealistic standard of beauty that we're supposed to uphold. Look at that guy, this and then guy. look at me and tell me that Holy. I'm I'm not supposed to get insecure about my fucking Holy balls, physical, <laughs> you know, aesthetics. That guy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm happy with that any day. Like you can post that. There's unrealistic standards <laughs> of beauty going going in both directions. I'm just trying to. Just let's just make that clear because that's just fucking unreal. Um, <laughs> the uh, the AFL has uh, decided to go ahead. Mm, mm. They're playing games with no crowds. Um, 16 minute quarters, I think, instead of 20 minute quarters. Yeah. They're not shaking hands after the game. Uh-huh. But they'll tackle, they'll tackle each other during mm, the game. Mm. They'll, you know, they'll they'll spit on the field mm. um it's a bit you know i don't think they should be playing to be honest i understand the financial situation it's on tv they've got sponsors mm. they need to make their money to pay their players the more games they get before before they have to shut it down the more games they can get on tv the better for them so i understand it but um they're putting all their employees, the players, at mm. risk. Yeah, it's a hard one. It's a hard one because what... Yeah, I mean... It seems like Australia's a little bit on their own page. 
Yeah. Really. It just, we're not really, I mean, we've got an advantage because we can see how this thing is, is progressing through other countries and yet we kind of. We're not, we're not doing anything different. We're, yeah, we're not. And I just uh, don't I guess really our, our, understand uh, that. It's like our when, idea was to follow Singapore's methods. So Singapore kept everything open and um, was able to contain the virus. And so old ScoMo hmm. is like, oh, we'll just do what they did. Hmm. Singapore um, have cleaning crews going into their schools and workplaces several times a day. Exactly. Um, 14 day quarantine for anybody showing symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, free testing. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else was there? Uh, there was more stuff, but I don't have the list in front yeah, of me. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't compare you. How the fuck, why the fuck should we compare our country to any other country? Like, we should do what's right for our people. That's ignoring, that's blatantly ignoring what's actually going on here. Yeah, I guess he's trying, like, and, and... Obviously, I'm no economist or politician or fucking doctor. Well, I'm, I've got a PhD in podcasting. But um, I'm, I'm obviously oversimplifying things. And they've got, you know, mathematic equations and estimates of, um, you know, contagion and things like this. Sure. Where they can rationalize what they're doing. I get that. Mm-hmm. But... It seems irresponsible and it seems dangerous to me, but I, I don't know. Mm. They they have access to more information. They know better than me. But, uh, you know, saying they're trying to avoid a recession while keeping everything open and then eventually need, like, potentially needing to, clo- to lock down anyway because That's it's right. spread, because you left everything open. All that seems to me is that... Just a, a waste rec- of time. All we're doing is prolonging the inevitable so i don't know yeah i agree but that's not very funny so let's move on um speaking of the economy you you know that sometimes i'm not a very big fan of the stories you tell because of your word economy you like i get upset because you don't even listen to the stories that i tell because your stories, the way you tell stories, Rachel, are an absolute Just nightmare. be careful what you say here because you could upset me. And this isn't funny. You said to move on to something funny. Rachel, this is important and we need to we need to make a public service announcement to everybody that tells stories to let them know that you, you can trim the fat. I'm a fine storyteller. Picture, picture a story no. as a big T-bone steak with fat around the outside. Babe, I'm not You three. need to trim the fat. Right. Because if you tell me a story... Get right, the fuck out of here. If you tell me a story <laughs> about, you know, you went to the shops and you saw uh, an old lady get hit and her um, toilet paper got ripped out of her hands, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That was very easy for me to say that. Oh, that's You'd fine. You'd be like, yeah. so, so I got up and I was, yeah. I was drinking my coffee and I was thinking, well... What do we need from the shops? And I was thinking, oh, we need some green beans. Nah, that's not how green. I set up. Oh, and then... Um, I set up a so story. I, I do you, set it up. So, and then I need to... Um, where are my keys? I couldn't find my keys. And then, oh, I that's remember bullshit. they were in my bag. I don't do this. And then I, I 
found my keys and I went I walked in the house and then I realised that I had forgotten my sunglasses so I had to go back inside the house and get my sunnies and then I went and got in the car hey, and I drove story. to the store on my way to the store there, oh my God, here's there was a story. so much traffic Oh and my God, I, babe, it took guess me about what? six or seven minutes to actually turn left onto Goodwood Road so I was going that way and then I finally get there oh, there's no trolley so I had to use a basket and and then, oh my fucking god. And this is Are what you, you make this is what exactly. No. This is what you make me fucking sick Hey, through. hey, here's a story. Every time you tell Guess a fucking what? story. Guess what? Here's a story. You know what? The other day, I bought two packets of cookies, chop chip cookies, and I know we've only eaten one box. And guess where the other box is? It's hidden away from you, and you're not going to get any. Good. I'm I'm fat and I don't need any. <laughs> but yes, people, when you tell stories, I understand when you when you go to high school and things they tell you the more detail the better, and well done you follow directions. But now in high school they tell you to start with a beginning, a middle, and an end. That's a story. Yeah, but your stories. So you know what I your stories are missing. Start with the a beginning and your middle and an end. Your stories just keep going. <laughs> no. You don't have an end to your stories. I'm sitting there. I'm fucking like Jesus Christ. It's been 45 minutes and we're still we haven't got to the car yet. Actually, I do have a good story. I don't want to hear it. No, nah, you don't know this story. I don't care. And I'm not You've sure. You've cut me off too many times today, so. Well, where is this going? I'm trying to tell the people that word economy matters. Right. You don't need to. You don't need to tell every single detail. Every, every single detail of the Babe, story. You and you I don't are very need different. To say and then five hundred times per story. But you're very. You and I are very different. Okay. You you can command a room because you you enter a room and you are the kind of guy that says like less and you're the less is more kind of guy and when you do speak it's important it is like you do I, have I choose my moments you do I don't need to comment on everything and that I like that about you I really do I like I wouldn't change Except that I'm about you to the body. I would never change that about you very um, in social dynamics. You can be either the life of the party or you could be that guy who's a little bit mysterious. You're not sure. Maybe you're meeting my friends for the first time. Low-key Larry. Yeah, and you're a little low-key Larry. But when you do have an opportunity to speak, my fucking God, everyone shuts the fuck up and listens to you. Mm, And I think, wow, that's really... There's something about him. Like, I love that. I love that about you. Why, Why would you want to change anything about me? Because I just feel like we could get more done if you told less stories. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm playing the, the absolute villain and versus victim here. See what I did there? You're all, you're all like, oh, poor Rachel. Clay's such an asshole. That's all right. I'll play that role. <laughs> um, what else? That's, that's pretty much all of the, uh, the coronavirus stuff. For today, should we should we go into some would you rather's? Yeah, like would yeah. you rather? All right. Would you rather? What have we got here? Would you rather? All right, you ready? Yep. Would you rather receive a pile of one dollar bills totaling one million dollars, mm-hmm. or a pile of pennies totaling two million dollars? I don't think pennies are a part of our currency right now yeah but let's say we're in america that's obviously this person is from america rick shout out to rick rick dick um (laughs) fuck i don't know 
a dollar because your drawers aren't going to be so overflowing. Okay, you're worried about the storage of the pennies. <laughs> yeah, okay. I would I would take the dollar bills as well for yeah. one million because um, I don't feel like if I took my pennies to a bank or mm. to the shops, I don't feel like they'd get accepted. So I'd have two million dollars, mm, mm, mm. um, which maybe I'd have to take to um, like a like a recycling place and get them to melt down the copper and see Whoa. how much money I could get for that, which would probably be less than $2 million. So I would take... You can just go into a bank and... Did you hear what I first said? I don't think a bank would accept your pennies. No, they would too. Money is money. So they would have to accept... $2 million worth? Babe, you wouldn't do it all at once. You'd have to do it in little increments. So the rest of my life, I'm taking $3 at a time to the fucking bank. No, I mean... you. $3 do... is 300 pennies. <laughs> Fuck it. And that's going to take a long time just for $3 mm, mm, for them mm. to count it. Money is money though, so technically... I'm taking... Well, you take the pennies then and fucking overflow your drawers. I'm taking the one... No, I like the dollar. Yeah, I'm taking them them singles and I'll take them to the strip club and make it rain. Yeah, money! Yeah, in your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> right. Next, and this next one is coming from Steve. Steven. Would, would you rather have an excellent outside view from your bedroom window that you can never open because the air is extremely polluted? Okay. Or have a horrible view from the window that lets you have easy access to fresh air? Fuck, fresh air, 100%. Yeah, I've got to agree with you. I don't really... Because um, yeah. if I had that beautiful view... It would get old to me eventually, and I'd be like, mm. "Fuck! I could use I could use some of that good O2 right now." Yeah, you know, you can you can uh, work within your means. You could create a beautiful something or other Painting. inside. Yeah, something. inside the the home that yeah. you know then that can disguise that ugly view and still allow beautiful fresh air to enter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. That's sick. In a relationship. Would you rather get the dream girl or guy or be the dream guy or girl? Oh, I feel like I've I've got both of those things. At the and moment. this one is from someone <laughs> named Cleo. Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like I am the dream guy and I've got the dream girl. Yeah, same. So, so snap that. that. Yeah. We're going to have both. So fuck off, Cleo. No, I'm <laughs> sorry. Thank you for listening. Bung, bung. Um, would you rather lose both of your pinkies or both of your pinky toes? So I think mm. when... My pinkies was pinky fingers or both of your pinky toes. Mm, I do a lot of pinky promises, which I keep. Mm. So I'm probably going to lose my toes. Now, also, I love my hands as they are. And I think minus a little uh, phalange here. What are they called? <laughs> what are pinky. Called? Yeah, but what's the... Yeah, phalange, yeah. They are. Yeah. Or meta metacarpal. Metacarpals. Uh, yeah, meta. Metatarsal is your for, toe. For your toes, yeah. And I know that because the T in tarsal in T for toe. Exactly. So think about There's that. There's a little um, bit of education here. Now, is there something to do with balance in your pinky or is that your big toe? The pinky helps with temperature, so... Okay, uh, that's it. Is all unsourced here. Welcome to the Potty Podcast, guys, and get your unsourced t-shirts. It's like when dogs.com/store. These babies are soft <laughs> as baby thighs, bro. It's like dogs' noses that help with temperatures. Like for a human, the pinky, I don't think the metatarsal. I don't think that's accurate. I think I know, it is it's something, fucking bullshit. Something to do with balance. So maybe, yeah, maybe I would go the hands 
even though I do have nice hands, but I don't, yeah, now I think about it, I really don't use my pinkies for much. Maybe sometimes... You've got your hands. Sometimes I uh, dip my pinky in a little little bag of that devil's dandruff, you know? No, no. No? See, if if I've got a huge rock, like my huge rock... Of coke? On my engagement finger. yeah. And then I've got this like non-existent pinky. I'd be like, "Mm, doesn't quite look the same. Yeah, right. And so you're aesthetically worried about your <laughs> pinky fingers. And I don't, I really don't give a fuck about wedding rings or bands. I don't know. I, I don't believe in anything that I'm saying right now. I'm just giving some examples. I would, yeah. I'd get rid of my toes and you'd get rid of your toes as well. Yeah. Okay. We're two, two peas in a pot, I guess. Um, so thank you for that, uh, Conrad. Now, <laughs> now that seems what... like a fake name, uh, but that's all right. Um, oh. I played again. I used to play against a guy with the the last name Conrad. I knew a guy called Conrad, and you know what? He really, really liked eating. You used to work with a guy named Conrad. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okra. No, we've we had it once at Oji, Oji Stereo. Oh, tripe. He loved tripe. Yuck. Um. Yeah, I've had tripe once from a very esteemed restaurant, and so I thought if I'm going to have tripe, I'll have it here. Yeah. And I hated it, so I'll never have it. Oh, the thought. This yuck. No, nah, never again. Would you rather be 100% sexually dominant or 100% sexually submissive? And this is from Anonymous. Uh, submissive. Submissive. Mm. Keep in mind 100%. Mm. So I take dominant because I've seen some pornography mm. of these submissive dudes and it looks it makes me sad. It looks pathetic to me. Some of these dudes like getting their nut sacks kicked and things like that. I'm not into that. And that's what I would call 100% submissive. So I'd rather be dominant. Oh, right. Well, I don't want my nut sack to be kicked in. Yeah. So. Would you, put it this way, would you rather do the kicking or be kicked? Oh, uh, yeah, I would be doing the kicking. Yeah, so I that's... I understand what that means Sometimes you've got to... Sometimes you've got to... Um, I don't really understand what that means. Yeah, sometimes you've got you've to you've have it put into different language. I just, like, automatically thought that you'd have an over-sex drive and that would just be frustrating. No, no, no. Dominant means, like, the aggressor. Mm-hmm. And submissive means, like, oh, oh, tie me up. Oh, I'm a bitch. I'm a faggot. No, like, daddy, like no. And I said the F word there because... That's how they, that's how these um, ninnies talk, these sissies. Uh, and they call themselves this. These guys that like being dominated call themselves sissies. And, um, you know, they're the kind of guy that would like call the girl that they're banging mommy and stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, and I feel right. sorry for them. So that's from Anonymous. Thank you, Anonymous. Bung bung. Mm-hmm. Um, how many of these should we do? Got a lot because I, had, I haven't done these for a while because of all the guests I've had. Mm. A few more. Okay. Would you rather eat human flesh if you found out that it cured the coronavirus or would you rather die? Oh, shit. Fuck. Um, like, can you cook it up? Maybe marinate it? Put yeah. it in a little fucking pad thai? Yeah. And apparently, um, they say that our flesh is similar to that of pork. Wow. Um... Why don't we ask China? Sorry. Wow, that was so racist. Oh, that was so racist. Oh, 
Um, I would have to say... <laughs> Don't shake your head at me. For coronavirus, if it's to cure coronavirus, I wouldn't do it. I'd rather die. But if it was more like a survival situation, right? Mm. And we're, you know, we're trapped um, on a mountain with our planes crashing on a mountain, but we've survived, right? And um, we've got one of our one of our friends with us, one of our, you know, student, one of our worst friends that we don't really like. Mm, you know? mm, mm. Maybe Lavelle's with us, right? And he... <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll just get in trouble. But, uh, <laughs> so... Troll's, Troll's really uh, skinny, right? Mm-mm. Well, he's he's strong, but his body fat percentage... He's lean. He's lean. Yeah, that's what I mean, lean. His body fat percentage, low. We're on a mountain. He dies first. He's ripped. So you're a female. Yep. Body fat percentage high. You got titties. You'll stay warm, maybe, but girls actually get cold. But Lavelle dies, yeah. right? I'm fat. I'm going to live forever up there. Lavelle dies, and we, like you know, a couple, couple, couple days go by. Yeah, right. We get hungry. Mm. I'll, I'll start eating Lavelle. Um, Look, I'd rather eat dirt. I wouldn't kill him to eat him, but if he was already dead, I'd eat him. Put it that way. Nah, the last thing I'll be thinking about eating flesh. I'd I'd eat everything else on top of that and mountain. I'd eat the. There's the, only snow out there, snow and rocks. Yeah. And what snow about is just the water. What about the vehicle which we crashed in? What is it? Hel- helicopter? Um, no, no. Too soon, Rachel. Uh, it's a plane. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'd eat the plane. I'd eat the leather. Off the, the seats, I'd rip that, gnaw that into... Oh, well, the, if that's what you're doing, you probably you'd die first. And me and Lavelle would eat you. <laughs> Go to the next one. <laughs> What's next? Um, sorry, guys. You have to keep the... Oh, and um, the human flesh one, that was from someone named Jason. And guys, for Would You Rathers, keep them short because I'm not reading this one. So we'll go to the next one. Um, this one's coming from a jade and that could be a boy... Or a girl. Or a girl. Um, sexually ambiguous name. Um, would you rather be able to transfer a fart to anyone you want or anytime you do a what's up head nod to an animal, they do it back? Oh, what's up to a head oh, to an animal? Oh, if I could do that and That'd get, be sick. Oh, if and an animal does it back, I'd yeah. be fucking frothing. Who cares about transferring farts? I want, I like doing my own farts. I, do I don't want to be... That's a weird... Why would you I'm giving a fart away that? if I work hard How, to get a father. I mean, what... I mean, farts are sacred, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what your problem is, um, Jade, but um, obviously the head nod. What are you fucking talking about? Um, well, that concludes that segment. Yeah, that'll be the end of Would You Rather. But let me tell you this. We have got some uh, some poor posture of the week here. So uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's, um, let's get that, uh, that theme music going, Money Making Mitch. All right, now Rachel's just left to go and um, uh, take a deuce. Um, and poor posture of the week. So I'll tell you this Florida man arrested for threatening uh, an escort, right? So this dude, and this comes in from Dave. Shout out to Dave, bung bung. Um, Florida man arrested for threatening an escort, right? Uh, and I quote, she touched everything in my house, but my dick. <laughs> and that's poor posture, bro. First off, um, I, I commend you for, you know, getting an escort, you know, you got the money to do it. You, you know, you're not doing any rapes or anything like that, but, um, like, let's be real, son. Let's be real. Um, 
You get arrested for just doing threats? And he, it doesn't say what he threatened either, but it must have been bad if he got arrested for the threat. But yeah, um, I guess he just snapped. He just snapped and, you know, she... He's paying this broad all this money. She comes in the house. She's touching all his antiques. And, you know, she's probably, he's worried about coronavirus. She's doing like handshakes with, with um, wine glasses and shit like this. And he's like, now I've got to wash that shit. Will you just, you know, will you just suck, you know, suck me off or whatever? And then he's mad and he's like, I'll fucking kill you. So, so yeah, his posture, I'd say his posture is pretty fucked up, but like understandably so. I'd say he does need to see a chiropractor get get a couple of those um you know vertebrae straightened out. But there's been worse posture, bro. Check this one out. Um, this dude turned his this coming from Rex again, and I told you guys this dude Rex keeps writing into the show, and I've got a friend named Rex, and it's not him. It's not him. I found out. So um, shout out to uh this Rex that I don't know. Um. This is coming in from Rex again. Shout out to Rex. Bung bung. Um, this man turned his dead cat into a drone. So now it can fly. And I'll tell you this. Uh, there's... Um, what's it called when you stuff an animal? Taxidermy. Taxidermy. And the first word of that is taxi. Because this motherfucker is supposed to be on the ground. It's not helidermy. Man, you don't turn it into a helicopter, bro. And that was... That's, I mean, that's pretty decently clever wordplay um but yeah man i think you're sick bro if you if you're really shoving your cat over the top of a drone and dermying it up or whatever um you you're unstable duke and you need it you need to get your you need to get your spine checks you look you look like mr burns bro you look like mr burns um and this one coming in from ken a rapist attacked his victim at the train train toilet his victim was being sick in the train toilet and this rapist attacked this victim. The rapist's wife was sitting outside at the train station. So this dude goes to the train station with his wife and he's still not able to, you know, not rape. Welcome back, Rachel. Check this out. Yo. Hello. Now, <clears throat> let's not get paranoid over this hypothetical situation. Okay. If I was to ever cheat on you, mm-hmm. I would make sure that you're not there when I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. This guy raped somebody at the train station while his wife is sitting outside the toilet. Oh, that's sad. His posture's fucked up. What's he look like? Number six. Yeah, he looks like a number six. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's go on to listen to this fuck shit. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Alright, check this out. So, this kid in the UK spends all his money on buying hand sanitizer for the coronavirus, right? Okay. Takes it to school. Yep. And he's charging, charging people per pump. Smart kid. Smart kid. We live in a capitalist society. We're more worried about the economy than we are about health. Yeah. This dude's worried about both. Right? No, he's... He's squirting cats with sanitizer. He's Taking that bread. He's and taking the opportunity. Yeah, gets suspended from school because of it. Oh, okay. No. Sorry, school. 
hey, it's your responsibility to maybe educate the kid from right and wrong. Maybe just monitor his behavior and be like, hey, that's a great idea, but it's probably not the best thing to do. Yeah. Maybe maybe just do that. Yeah, like, suspended him. Check this out. That's fucking bullshit. The mum was talking to the, uh, the news people. Yeah. And saying, um, you know... We've try- I've been trying to discipline him, but it's pretty hard because his dad keeps calling him a fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he didn't make that much money. Uh, he made enough money to buy a kebab on the way home from school, which he was really happy about. So good on that kid. I oh like that God, kid. So the so listen cute. to this fuck shit is not directed at the kid, it's directed at the school for being a bunch of um, uh, sissies, you know, little... little. And hey, get... Get some hand sanitizer for all the kids then. What are you doing? Yeah, get your spray You're relying up, on one kid yeah. to profit hand, hi- hand sanitizer? Like, Man, where's yours? fuck shit. You Put him me? out of business. Fucking Get wild. some. All right, let's go into <laughs> advice. We need to no move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. All right, uh, what do we got here for advice? Um... Um, hold on. This is wild. You guys. Uh, where's the, hold on. Okay, here we go. And this is coming for, from someone named Danny. And you guys know housemate Dan doesn't like being called Danny. So he wouldn't write his name as Danny, but I'll tell you this roommate Dan goes by Danny. So this could be from. This could be from him. I can't wait to see what Danny said. I doubt it's from him. Um, I hope it's not from him. <laughs> but this is from someone named Danny. Um, Shout out to Danny B. My girlfriend found her nudes on her stepdad's phone. Oh, that's fucked. Uh, she told her mum before she got back from a foreign country. Okay, for some reason that's a secret what country it was. Um, and her mum advised her to <laughs> remain normal until she got back the next day. Her mom also made her stay at her grandma's house when she got back and confronted her stepdad. Initially, her stepdad denied it over and over, but when her mom said she has proof, he admitted to doing it and gave silly excuses why, like saying he wanted to protect her. My girlfriend's mom proceeded to kick him out and told him not to come back. Mm-hmm. He, after hearing that, he tried to stab himself with a screwdriver, but her mom threatened to call the police and he left. It's been two days since that happened and he has continuously tried to guilt my girlfriend's mom and accused her of cheating. So he doesn't look bad. Her mom is understandably devastated and completely confused. This was her significant other husband slash husband for over 10 years. And she has since sought therapy for advice on how to proceed. They've ultimately decided not to press charges and agree that they just want him out of their lives. Okay. um, Danny, well, it sounds like you didn't really ask me for any advice there. You just sort of... Maybe you needed a place to vent. Um, you got me with the subject line. Um, <laughs> so I clicked on it. But that's not... It's not really a question of advice. Um, your girlfriend's mum's already getting Sounds therapy. Sounds like it's all under control. Yeah. And maybe maybe I would maybe suggest that your girlfriend gets therapy. Even though she might... Maybe she thinks that she doesn't need it. Mm. Um, but, you know, having your stepdad have your nudes... Mm. It's probably a little bit traumatic and I would probably recommend that she gets therapy too. Mm. Uh, so it ain't no uh, problem. Yeah. We need no problem. What could you do? You could no just problem. put... Um, that ain't no problem. Uh, I don't know. Like how... 
could you do? Maybe just... I'm a bit stumped on that one. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Fuck. Um, we've got another one. This one is coming in from Beck. From Beck. I like it when the ladies write in. <laughs> this is a yeah, very male-dominated show, so I like it when the ladies... I like knowing that I've got lady listeners. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, subject line from Beck. My husband is so thin that people think he's anorexic. Um, in a sense, he is anorexic. He does not eat. Okay, oh, well, I've got the answer. I've got an answer to be back. Um, people think he's anorexic because he is. People okay. are smart. <laughs> yeah, what are you fucking talking about, Beck? Anyway, here we go. He is never hungry. He only eats when he starts having stomach pain and nausea from mal- malnutrition. Um, yeah, Beck, again, uh, your husband yeah, is anorexic. Is Let's keep going. He just does not get hungry. He does not have body dysmorphia, nor does he have the mentality of, I need to be thin. If anything, as long as I've known him, he has tried to gain weight. When we were younger, he was constantly downing boost protein drinks and working out to be muscular and, well, hot. Okay, back. Oh. <laughs> okay. But now, seven years later, he just doesn't take care of himself. I asked, I have asked if he is depressed and he says no. Not overstressed either, which I thought was probably for sure since we are going through a lot with our toddler. And this whole virus thing, his mum will die if she gets it. Is his mum you, Beck? Are you talking weird or is this toddler someone else? You lost us, Beck. And he doesn't act like anything is wrong, but he's so thin and tired and sick all the time and I hate it. I love my husband to death and I don't want to lose him. I'm literally afraid that he will die from malnutrition. Do you think appetite stimulants would help? Um, Listen to this, Beck. I don't know much about appetite stimulants. I do know there are things that can suppress your appetite, like caffeine. Is he a coffee drinker? Maybe he should stop drinking coffee for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe get some cooking lessons, Beck. Oh, yeah, Beck. Maybe step <laughs> your kitchen game up. Women should clean. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I would say maybe his stomach needs a good stretch. So maybe he needs to overeat. Um, mm. Overeat. Try not to throw up. Let it fucking sit in there. The next day, overeat again. I'd say big lunch um, will stretch the stomach out for a big dinner. So I would have big lunch, big dinner. Um, he doesn't even need to go with junk food, but just just know- more volume of food. Eat mm. a lot of food. Um, Do you know what always makes especially me if he's if hungry. you're if you're worried about malnutrition, you need to make sure he's eating nutritious food. Yeah, maybe go for a swim. Like, since when weren't you so hungry after you've swum? You know. Yeah, maybe, maybe this guy doesn't exercise. need to be doing. Yeah, exercise could make him hungry, but exercise also exercise makes your metabolism speed up, make yeah. you more hungry. Yeah, maybe, maybe more exercise. I'm just trying to think, like, he's lost his appetite, but he only feels hungry when he's got appetite pain, so... Yeah, I would also, I would also honestly go to a doctor because you can get illnesses that suppress your appetite. Maybe he has a tumour in his stomach. Maybe there's an let's underlying Let's not make her panic, Rachel. Let's not, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Have you had... You're some... not a doctor, so let's just say... Maybe go to a doctor to get tested for things that may um, suppress appetite because that can happen. You can get sick and not want to eat. Yeah. Um, maybe he's not being open and honest with you about his depression. If he's saying that he's not depressed, um, 
a lot of depressed people will say that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, uh, a lot of people kill themselves without anybody even thinking that mm. that they even had depression or anything in the yeah, first place. So I would maybe explore that uh, again. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I would, I would say a doctor for sure, just to see if there is anything physical about it. If not, I would just say this dude needs to make an effort to stretch his stomach out. I mean, I'd, I'd do it daily. Well, good luck, Beck. Yeah. Shout out to Beck. Um, bung, bung. Um, it ain't no problem. Uh, that one was a bit sad. So let's do another one. We'll try and find one that I can make more fun of and then we'll, um, then we'll move on to Clay's reviews. Um, my boyfriend is not social distancing. Let's see what you've got to say about your boyfriend. Who's this? Tiffany. We've got another girl. I think I only know one Tiffany, but it's spelt different to this. Um, and she's Jamaican. So... Bubba Club. Blah, blah, blah. Jamaican with crazy. <laughs> Um, my boyfriend is not social distancing this is from Tiffany so Mm. my boyfriend and I live apart but both live in New York State one of the hardest hit with COVID-19 well arguable there's a place called Italy that's going through it right now (laughs) Tiffany so let's just fucking slow down my whole world is upside down yeah all these people dude like um, (laughs) people like oh what am I supposed to do um, um, you're not the only motherfucker going through this. Let's just fucking slow down. Um, down. Anyway, his job has been shut down for probably two weeks and the same with my school and job. My school is, my school is actually online for the rest of the semester. Anyway, I generally haven't been leaving the house much as directed by our government to stop the spread of the disease. I didn't leave the house for three days earlier in the week and only have been leaving for necessary things like going to the store, bank and my immediate... Um, family's place and wants to go walk outside on a short hiking trail which we were encouraged to do by our governor (laughs) now if you wrote this in word Tiffany that would have got a a blue underline for run on sentence Um, you have to do things called commas full stops periods I think you call them Um, and also who goes to the bank still Tiffany Yeah. Uh, it's 2020 Get your shit together. Anyway, my boyfriend and I have hung out a few times during all this, which we figured was okay. He came to my place and I went to his, but this week I've realized he's not social distancing at all. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound like who you guys are hanging out. What are you talking about, Tiffany? He leaves the house and sees people multiple times per day, hangs out with groups of friends like nothing is wrong with that. And today was my last straw when him and a group of six to eight people hang out. I was invited too, <laughs> but decided not to go because... That is incredibly irresponsible. And you sound like a responsible young lady, Tiffany. (laughs) But he did not care. I'm just really pissed off because I told him he needs to be staying in more and not hanging out with people (laughs) like nothing's wrong. Um, Yeah, well, I mean, you're not on lockdown. There's nothing... There's It's a recommendation at this stage. The uh, social distancing is not... Yeah mandatory but yeah i understand your frustration because he could bring that shit back to you and he also maybe won't and you also sound young and healthy you're both you know in school or something um i told him people like him are what's making it worse and he got mad at me for telling him that can you keep reading it in a in a 
mad accent. Tonight I told him I'm going to have to stop hanging out with him if he keeps going out and seeing upwards of 20 people per day <laughs> and hanging out with large groups of people. <laughs> I don't know if this was the right thing to, <laughs> to do or stupid, but he's mad that I don't want to hang out with him anymore. I don't know what to do. Well, I'll tell you this, Tiffany. You sound like you sound like someone that's probably been panic shopping. <laughs> to be honest, you sound like you've got more toilet paper than you need. Um, I know I know females use a lot of toilet paper. You know, especially Rachel, she does more poos than you normal know, But I would say first, your first step here is to stop panic shopping. Your second step would be stop it. Maybe socially distance yourself from your boyfriend. If you're so worried about what he's doing, socially distance yourself from him for two weeks. Um, Amazon's still in business. You can probably, you know, order order a dilly or something if that's what you need without your boyfriend. I don't know. I don't know. Just making suggestions here. I'm just spitballing. No? Huh? No comment. No comment? I'm just trying to help Tiffany out. What would you say? Dear Tiffany. If she if she is not if she's worried about her boyfriend bringing it home, but he you know, he's still trying to hang out with the lads boys have a couple of frothies, you know? Yeah. Um and she's you know, she wants to hang out with him and you know Well, Tiffany She wants to cop that hey, at work. Tiffany. Probably just let people do what they want to do. Oh. Yeah, you, you don't know? need to be so so controlling, Tiffany. You don't need Slow to down. micromanage your boyfriend, Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany. Yeah, okay. If he wants to have steak for dinner and you want to have pizza, what? Are you, what the fuck are you gonna do? The whole world's upside down, Tiffany. Like, yeah. get a get a life. Whoa! So, and you heard? Hey, sometimes you need you need to hear hard truths, t- Tiffany. Mm-hmm. And Rachel just fucking gave you that shit. And uh, <laughs> let me tell you this, Tiffany. It ain't no problem. We need to no move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. All right. Um, we're going to go straight into Clay's reviews. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. All right. I have got uh, nine movies for you motherfuckers right now. Gee, we've been busy. We have. Um, now, we watched an Adam Sandler Drew Barrymore vehicle the other night named Blended. Yeah. I believe that was on Netflix. Mm-hmm, was. Um, it's basically two two broken families coming together to form one fixed family. Mm. Um, little love story. Let me tell you this. Little film. Let me tell you this, guys. I reviewed a film last episode called Always a Bridesmaid. The writer of that movie saw the review. She got angry with me and she blocked me on Twitter um, after responding to me. And I felt bad. It was the first movie she'd ever written, albeit a bad movie. Mm. Have I written a movie? Yes. Did it get made? No. So she's she's a step ahead of me. I'm still going to review movies. And guess what, guys? Not every movie can be good. Mm. So yes, her movie got a fucking four out of ten or something. Hold on. I think I've still got it here. Yes, four out of ten. So, I'm sorry to hear that, lady. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean... I wasn't trying to hurt your feelings. I'm I'm trying to be objective. Okay? And 
Not every movie can be good. I'm not going to just call every movie good because I'm worried about hurting feelings, all right? And she said to me that I don't understand what a rom-com is. Check this out. Blended is a rom-com. Oh, and oh she spoke. She said that to you. She yeah. left a comment. She yeah. didn't just block you. She literally was like... She, she tweeted back at me and then blocked me so I couldn't even tweet back at her. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. I felt bad. I've got to be honest. I felt bad because, you know, if I go and do a comedy routine... Yeah. You know, I'd, yeah. I'd be hurt if someone was like, this dude's fucking shit. I've mm. had... I've had bad games when I played basketball and I was written up in the paper... You know, getting torn to pieces and it doesn't feel good. Mm-mm. So I understand where she's coming from. I'm not mad at her. I, mm. I do genuinely feel bad. Um, but I'm not just going to be giving out good fucking reviews. I'm not just going to be the guy that only gives good scores. No, no. If you make a shit movie, I'm going to tell you about it. I and I understand she wants to defend her. It's, it's her art. It's her art. She wants to defend it. I liked your movie review. Um, but this one, Blended. Um, this is a rom-com. And I enjoyed it, and mm. I gave it a six point five. Mm. So I don't, I don't just give fours to all rom coms, mm. okay? Um, so six point five out of ten, and I would, I would watch it if you haven't seen it. I'd watch it. Uh, rewatchability low, low. Mm. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd probably. Oh, I'd probably watch it again if it was on, if like if it was on TV or something. Mm. I probably wouldn't choose to watch it. All right. Uh, next movie, Begin Again. This was on Stan. Um, Mark Ruffalo and Kira Knightley. Um, Kira Knightley's a singer. Mark Ruffalo is a music producer, um, and he he's you know he's going going through a hard time. He sees he goes out to drink to you know drown his sorrows, and he sees her performing. He's like, "You're going to be the next big thing," and they record. Basically, the whole movie is them recording music, um, and and then and then that's basically it. They discover what what they who they are romantically. Um, they lead you down a path where you think they're going to get involved romantically, and they don't. Sorry, mm. spoiler alert. Um, and yeah, um, but let me tell you this: the angle of this movie, and I call this probably more a romance than a rom com. It wasn't overly funny, was it? It's more like a romantic no, yeah. musical Drama. almost. Or drama. Well, there was a Rome. They created drama, really. Yeah, but I I thought it was actually reason. put together well. Um, the acting was decent. Adam yeah. Le- Adam Levine from Maroon Five's in it. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize he had um so many forehead wrinkles. Um, he's still a stunner, an absolute stunner. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, seven. Seven. I actually, I did enjoy it. That's good. And I thought... Was that the first time you've watched that one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, second for me. Uh, so seven. Begin again on Stan. Manglehorn, starring Al Pacino. Mm-mm. Now, this was weird. It was depressing. Mm. Um, I didn't quite enjoy... I didn't really enjoy the story. I didn't really understand where it went. This guy was a lonely, sad man. Um, mm. He was a locksmith. Uh, who had lost the love of his life and uh, the new love of his life really was his cat. Uh, mm. And that's pretty much the movie. Uh, he's got an estranged son. He goes on a date with his bank teller that doesn't go well. That's pretty much the movie. It was like... I thought it was extremely well acted. Yeah. But I didn't... I just didn't like the story. I felt like it was really, like, honest. And it was just like somebody's 
life. Like, it wasn't embellished in any fucking movie kind of way. Yeah, it wasn't, like, dumb extra or whatever. But there was just weird... It was just... There's a couple of weird things that happened, like... The car accident with all the watermelon, I didn't understand the imagery behind that. Yeah, there, the, were, there were some the signals guys, there and signs. The black guys dancing, I also didn't understand. Yeah, yeah, there were just some random concepts that didn't really flow, but I liked it. I liked it. It definitely um, was a slow starter and that can sometimes put me off. Mm. Um, but overall, I would I would recommend seeing that one. What did you give it? I gave it a 6 out of 10. Mm. Um, next we watched another rom-com called Love Jacked. Is this this ultra depressing one that I cried my no, eyes out? No, this is the one we watched last night. The black, the oh. black one. So this is another black movie, uh, like always a bridesmaid. And mm. let me tell you this, sometimes these low budget black films mm. can be really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I don't want people to think I'm an Uncle Tom and I just don't like black people. Okay? <laughs> I love black people. Black power. You understand? This movie, I actually enjoyed. I, wa- I watched the whole thing. I didn't yeah. turn it off. I didn't fucking complain about it. I actually enjoyed it. Um, I'd never seen the the guy, the dark, the darker skinned guy. Yeah, I don't know the... I'd never seen him know, before, but the him. actress, I forget her name. Never seen her either. Oh, I've seen her in a lot. Oh, okay, that's good. Let me just double check her name here. Um... So I can get it right. Mm. I thought the storyline was pretty, pretty left of field, pretty crazy. She went to some pretty extremes to. Yeah. And I couldn't believe that he fell in love with her because she actually like was clearly, you know, she had some mental problems. I thought. She had some daddy issues, basically. Yeah. Um, bad, so bad Amber, daddy. Amber Stevens West is her name. Um, and... Camera loves her. She's great on film. Yep. And I actually, I thought it was a fun movie. I thought the story was a bit far-fetched. Um, there was two storylines that were supposed to come together and they never really did. Mm. Um, you know, the the storyline with the, you know, the bad guy. Yeah. All I took was it, uh, from it was, um, I probably shouldn't say this, but it sounds like African men might cheat on you in this movie. Wow. <laughs> That's all that was happening, babe. Like, one after the other. One African man cheating the on... The being expressed. Uh, <laughs> opinions of Rachel Fanwick and Rachel Fanwick only. This is not an opinion of the Claiborne McMath Foundation or the Welcome to the Body podcast. Um, Two's and C's. Please read the back of the pamphlet. No, I... I don't think that was the message. I think the message was more family based and um, she obviously had communication issues with her father that needed to be addressed. And be careful those African men. And those African men and they they will have cheated on you. I just went Italian, I think. I don't know what I think I just went. went Italian. So let's uh, move on. That uh, Love Jack 5.5. Um, it is watchable. It is watchable. It's not the best movie you'll see this month or maybe nah. even this week. I'd, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely watchable. You can you can give it a crack. 5.5. 5. Um, now, this movie I've seen before but never reviewed. Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, God. We've spoken about Napoleon Dynamite before on this show. Okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead right now and tell you this. Mm. That, this viewing was about my third viewing. Mm-hmm. First time I saw it, mm. I thought, okay, there's something I'm missing here because everyone loves this. Yeah. 
so I need to see it again. Mm-hmm. Second time I saw it, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Third time I saw it, this most recent time. Yeah. I could tell you, I'm not into it. And okay. I don't understand yeah. the mass yeah. hysteria around it. And I think, I think it was basically, I honestly have to be honest with you right now. I honestly have to be honest. Yeah. I think, I think there's a lot of people out there pretending to like this movie. No, I have to tell you, I watched this movie when it wasn't made mainstream and wasn't, it basically came out in theaters. And I remember watching it with my mum and my sister and I genuinely had like aching belly laughs watching this film and it it fucking got me like I was crying I remember a period of time I was cry laughing then that's the first time I watched it oh here we go second time fucking stories here second we go, time I watched it I didn't laugh as hard so therefore it was a little bit like oh didn't okay hold didn't hold up third time I watched it with you fucking silent and probably not much of an expression on my face could have been also that you're watching it with me um because sometimes it depends who you're with and no, I, didn't think I was, it was just funny. i was trying to find the humor in it again and i was like oh I, I just can't ever go back to the moment where i was just like really 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 enjoying this and laughing my ass off over yeah. this yeah i wasn't into it and this is going to be unpopular opinion but i only gave it a six out of ten um, yeah, fair enough. I there were things there were things about it that I understood that were funny, but mm. I wasn't laughing at. So, um, Kip, the brother of mm. Napoleon, mm. dating a giant black woman from D- Detroit, yeah, named Lafonda, yeah, and then when he goes to the bus stop <laughs> with the sign and the way he spelt it, yeah, is fucking hilarious. That's what I mean. Like some of those things are just hilarious yeah but like but people people don't reference that when they're talking about it people reference whatever i feel like gosh i'm like okay that i don't know if that's funny like the character is very unique and yeah yeah it's a funny character but it it is funny yeah but i think the level of hype it got is just i think it's too much honest i do i do feel like there's people out there pretending to like it because everyone else likes it i just i don't know it just Funny movie. There's funny movies out there that are just unequivocally funny. Like, there's no argument that can be made. Like, well, certainly that's not for everyone because it's it's like an art house type yeah. film. The dancing scene, like, yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tupperware scene. Yeah, Uncle like, selling... Uncle Rico is just a full creep. I don't understand Tupperware. why that's funny, but it just didn't. I don't know. It didn't resonate with me. Six out of ten for Napoleon Dynamite. I'm sorry, you guys. Um. Wedding Crashes. I've never reviewed Wedding Crashes. And I've seen it a hundred times. I love this film. Uh, one of the great comedies. Yeah. One of the great comedies. Um, obviously, these guys crash weddings to get laid, fall in love. Obviously, it's a rom-com, fall in love. And um, happy endings. Uh, I love this film. Top five. Christopher Walken mm. is the dad in this film. Uh, it's funny... It's just funny. I love seeing Christopher Walken in comedies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, I forget the name of the movie he was in. True Romance. True Romance. So I didn't forget the name of it. Um, a scene... You recovered very well. ...that Quentin Tarantino directed at the start of the movie with uh, Christopher Walken. It's a mob scene, Christopher Walken and someone else. One of the best 
scenes in film, I would argue, is a Christopher Walken scene. Christopher Walken's also in The Deer Hunter. Very heavy film. Um, one of the best, one of the great heavy actors doing comedy. I just love it. He did Brad, it so well. Bradley Cooper. Love him. Um, this was probably the, the start for him. I think yeah. he really, I think he really blew up after The Hangover. Mm-mm, he did. But it was, it was this, and then he had another small role in something else that was huge, and then that basic that got him the main role in Hangover. And I'm a huge fan of Rachel McAdams. Yeah, Love yeah. Her. Um, friend of the show Corey Maynard. Uh, I think he's he's made the call that that's his celebrity, like his favorite. Mm. I'd say the at this point in time. I've got two. Mm-hmm. It'd be Rihanna and uh, Margot Robbie. Oh, 100%. Margot um, Robbie. But anyway, the kill. instead of, you know, sexualizing and objectifying women, we'll stick to the uh, script here. <laughs> uh, Wedding Crashes, one of the great comedies. Rewatchability is a 10. 100%. The movie is an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I like that. Definitely rewatchability. I've watched that probably more fingers and toes. Oh, yeah. Um, that's not an expression, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone knew what I meant. Though. If I, if I like want to, you know, get high and watch a movie, it is highly likely that I'm going to choose Wedding Crashes. It's just a feel good one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, eight for that. Um, oh, sorry. Napoleon Dynamite's on Stan. Love Jacked was on Netflix. Manglehorn on Stan. Wedding Crashes, I believe might be on both. I think that's on both Stan and Netflix. Um, Playing for Keeps, Gerard Butler and Jessica Biel. And we've got a game on this show called Jessica Biel of Fortune. Um, We're not going to play a game with Rachie today. Um, Or do you want to play a game? No, I haven't organized one. So, and we're already, we're already at 90 minutes. Yeah. And I'm a hungry girl. Yeah. Can I make some fruit salad off it? Yeah. We're almost finished the the show. Um, Three more movies. Playing for Keeps. Gerard Butler is an ex-professional soccer player um, and now he is just a dad uh, in a separated marriage and he coaches his kid's soccer team and then there's dramas over all the bitches that he sleeps with because he's a bit of a womanizer Mm. Um, and there's dramas. He's still in love with Jessica Biel but she's getting married and oh my God, the drama. And guess what, guys? Yeah. They get together in the end. Oh my God, what a surprise. Can I just tell everyone? Mm. I have met Gerard Butler in real life. Where? Um, it was really late one night at a club in mm. Sydney and no idea that he was going to be there. Um, went to this club quite a lot on Saturday nights. Fuck you seatbelts, fellas. We think we're in for a ragey story. <laughs> he, he was fucking there in the VIP section, got into that section had to fight maybe 50,000 girls to get to him, um, but said hello. I can't remember. We shared maybe a couple of sentences. Mm. And then some little slurry just came and interrupted me and his attention was gone. Yeah, did she have big fakies? Oh, he, he was just, he could just pick any. Yeah, who did he any, pick? What she look like? No, 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 no did one. She have big fakies? And apparently, because I asked him, oh, what would Did she have with? big. Chest bags. Fucking hell, guys. I'm just going to take Paul Clay aside for one moment and shake him upside down. Um, and I asked him what he was drinking. 
And he's like, oh, no, 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 I'm on the water. So whether that was true or not, I'm not sure. That's <coughs> true. And that's my story. <coughs> yeah, cool story. Um, he was probably drinking the waters because he was shredding for a, for a movie. And he does have a shirtless scene in this movie and he looks good. Got to be honest mm, with you. Mm. He looks good. He's a handsome man. Mm. And the accent really does it for me. If I was a girl, you would need to uh, definitely give me some sort mm. of, um, you know. But he was like, oh, do you mind if I have your number? I'm staying here. Do you want to come back? my hotel and I was like oh no thanks no I'm right I feel like are you lying are you I feel like that's a lie no I was like no I'm a good I'm I don't good. feel like he said that to you I'm good GB yeah he didn't say that um <laughs> that movie was a five out of ten uh and let me tell you this five sounds low five is watchable anything over a five and above is watchable okay below that is different um, varying levels of, of <coughs> shit. Yeah. Um, once So 10, we're talking possibility for Oscars or Oscar-winning films. Nine, <coughs> similar, but more probably <coughs> more nominations. <coughs> Eights, we're talking about like best best in its genre, not a, not a winner. Wedding crashes. Eight, not going to win any awards. Understand mm. that? Um, seven is a decent movie. <coughs> It's a watchable movie. It's fun. You know, it is what it is. It's nothing special. You're not going to be fucking shocked by the camera angles and special effects. It's just, it's a seven. <laughs> Six. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was a movie. Uh, I saw it. I didn't hate it. Eh. Will I watch it again? Unlikely. Five. Pretty similar to six, but a little bit worse. And then four and below. Poo. Double poo. Triple poo. Quadruple poo. I think you need to have a show a graph. Mm, I'll probably do. Um, all of these wonderful explanations thank below you. it. So playing for keeps, five out of ten. Adventureland. Now this stars Jesse Eisenberg, the guy from the Facebook movie named Social Network, but everyone calls it the Facebook movie, and they should have maybe called it the Facebook movie. Um, I don't think I've seen this one, have I? Adventureland? Yeah. I watched it myself. Okay. Um, so he works a summer job at a theme park called Adventureland. Uh, and there's romantic dramas, drinking, car crashes, um, dis- disappointing friendship moments, things like that. It's like a more dark version of Superbad, maybe. Um, yeah, if that, if that. Um, I have heard a lot of people that love this film. I liked it. I don't think it needs to be rated too highly. I give it a 6 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six out of ten. A uh, little summer film there, and finally, this one, this one here, fucking ripped my heart out of my chest, chewed it up. Oh my god! Fucking shit it out, and then chopped it up, and then minced it, added onion to it, just just brutalized it. Um, oh. it was called All the Bright Places. Fucking hell! It starred um Ellie or Elle Fanning, I think that's Dakota's sister. Yeah, and um Lavelle Chine. Um, Elle Fanning wow that she needed an Oscar for that her performance was <laughs> unbelievable uh, she absolutely did not deserve an Oscar she was phenom she I, absolutely she was wonderful didn't even deserve a nomination she was fine she, she was, was not unreal. she was not she carried that film yeah she carried the film she did not need any nominations that film destroyed me Um, I so, looked like I'd been punched in the face after watching that, so Lavelle, the the I guy, the crying. guy, the guy in the movie, um, looked exactly like Lavelle Chine, my uh, my good, good, 
good friend. Um, and that, I think that really resonated with mm. me. That's what really hurt me because this guy obviously had some mental health issues. Um, fuck. I don't want, I do, I highly recommend this film and I don't want to ruin anything. Um, it, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. I recommend it. Uh, I would say, uh, it's got some messages in it surrounding, yeah, mental health. Are you okay day sort of vibes. Mm. Um, very dark, very sad. We both cried our eyes out watching it and I don't, I don't cry. I don't really cry. We were so um, distraught that... Um, we finished watching it at about 11.30pm yeah. uh, and I said, we're not going to bed. We're not go- I'm not going straight to bed from that. And so we went for a drive. Chloe's to- like, I'm taking you out on adventure. Yeah. Like it was the last day we were about to... Let's not spoil this film. Um, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we went for a drive like at almost midnight because... I- I, I needed to decompress after watching this shit. It was yeah. fucking heavy. Um, I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, it was beautiful yeah, it movie. It was, yeah, really, really... Very moving. Very moving. More than moving. Um, but thank you, guys. It's, uh, you know, this is my favourite time of week spending it with you guys. I thought I'd give you a little extra long edition because we're not doing the midweek episode anymore mm. um, just because of comedy. I know, well... I, there's been no comedy because of the uh, coronavirus, so I should have really done an episode this week for you guys. Um, but I needed to prove to myself that I could get through a, uh, a Tuesday night without doing it and without having anxiety, and I did. So Saturdays, well, Sundays, r- record on Saturdays. You get it on Sundays from now on, unless there's, you know, if, if I've got to break out an emergency episode, um, you know, Tom Brady, Tom Brady signed with the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week, which I didn't even talk about. You know, I, I steered away from sport because there's no sport being played. But Tom Brady signed with the fucking Buccaneers this week. So think about that. I could have almost done an emergency episode just on that. Um, but I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. We may have another sponsor coming soon. Um, so I'll try. I'll try to keep everything brief so I don't have to sit through too many ads. Um, make sure you follow. Uh, welcome to the potty on Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, YouTube, um, just search Welcome to the Potty, you'll find us. Find me at Clay McMath Comedy on Instagram, Claytron underscore on Twitter, I need to change that. Um, find Rachel at Rachel Fenwick on Instagram. Um, make sure you rate and review the show, rate five stars, please. Tell a friend to tell a friend, hit that share button. Um, and Welcome to the Potty.com slash store for your Welcome to the Potty unsourced t shirts. I'm telling you. These shits are softer than applesauce, bruh. Get you one. All right, we're almost sold out in a couple of sizes. So let's, uh, let's fucking, let's finish this round up. I've got an, I've got a new design ready to go. So, um, yeah. Love you guys. Make sure you love yourselves, man. This is Welcome to the Potty. And as always, bung bung. <laughs>